Five of my Emily Father's favorite things. And that could be a number of things. And I think, you know, that it applies to everyone when the Lord speaks to you specifically. But I chose five things tonight for you to look at. And I think everyone would agree with number one. In Psalms 835, it says, For whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. And the most important thing, the most favorite thing that you could ever do in your life is that is when you find favor with the Lord, accept Christ as your personal Savior. Now, I have stopped asking people years ago if they're Christian. I believe in all that doctrinology and everything else. But I rephrased it. And I asked the question, what have you done with the Son, Jesus Christ? What have you done? Two questions. Accept him or reject him. Now, that's your choice. Because we go into big, long rigmarole about salvation, you know, and this, that, and the other. One question. What have you done with my son, Jesus Christ? Have you accepted him or rejected him? If you have sex, uh, accepted him, what are you doing with him in your life? Are you living like him? Are you living for him? That's two minutes. I only got two minutes in each point, so don't get worried. Next one. 1 Samuel 2.26. And the child Samuel grew in stature, that is physical growth, in favor with the Lord and with men. And I think, you know, once we accept Christ as our personal Savior, and we take a stand, we know that Hannah gave Samuel wholly and solely to the Lord. She dedicated him to the temple, and he lived in the temple practically all his life. He lived a separated life. What type of life are you living? Is it separated? Are you living a separated life to the Lord through your testimony? And I always say, it's easy to be a Christian on Sunday. It's great. Naturally, come to church, go to Sunday school, you know, no problems. What are you doing from Monday to Saturday? Are you living a separated life? We have salvation, we have separation. Next one is found in Genesis 6, 8. Nor found favor in the eyes of the Lord. The Lord had gotten so disgusted with man, he said, I am sorry that I had made man. I'm going to wipe out the old earth. And not only man, but all everything living he's going to kill. What is your favor with the Lord? Are you standing up? Noah took a stand. And Noah stepped on the side. And he says, here am I, Lord. What do you want me to do? Lord says, no, I want you to build me a boat. He says, a what? A boat? What's that, Lord? He had no idea what a boat was. And Noah said, fine, I will do it. He stood up. This is a hard question for you. You're the only one that can answer deep down within your heart. Is the Lord sorry tonight that he made you? Is he really sorry deep down inside? Are you living for the Lord like you should? See, we have people that know Christ, 
but they don't live like Christ. And I always tell somebody that don't know Christ is living in the world, and you're probably going to criticize me for this, but I'd say, look, go and enjoy life. Sin is all you want. Because you're glad to enjoy it now, because you're not going to enjoy it later. This is your heaven, not what you're having on this earth. Stand up. Make a difference for the Lord. Don't let the Lord be sorry that he made you. In Genesis 39, 21, the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy, and he gave him favor in the sight of the keepers of the prison. Joseph was unjustly crucified, if you want to call it, unjustly accused of rape, unjustly thrown into prison. And you know me, I don't know why Joseph wasn't beheaded. And I know the reason why, because God was with Joseph. If you read the chapter 39 in, um, in Genesis, I think it's about six or eight times, it says that God's with Joseph. God's with Joseph. Joseph lived a life serving others. He was put into prison unjustly, but he did not forget about his Jehovah. He served his God. And you know something? That's one of the hardest things we have this day and time is to serve others. We want to be served, but we don't want to take the time to serve others. It's a very difficult task for us. But the thing is, if we know Christ and if we live for Christ, we should take a pleasure and a joy in serving others. What did Christ do on this earth? He served others. That's what he came to this world for. That's what he wanted us to do, to serve others. Galatians 1.10. For am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Or am I striving to please men? If I were striving to please men, I would not be the bondservant of Jesus Christ. Serve others and serve God. Serve God. One of the biggest problems among Christians this day and time, they are not interested in serving God. They're interested in pleasing their circle of friends around them. Once their friend says it's okay, it's okay. For I am now, for am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Or am I striving to please men? Who are you trying to please? If I were striving to please men, I would not be the servant of God. See, we cannot please man and please God. It's impossible. You just cannot do it. We do in Vacation Bible School, and we have a song, WWJD. And there's a book, but I don't recommend that you read it sometime. And that is, WWJD, what would Jesus do? If we would sit back a lot of times and think about that, when we're going to make a decision, what would Jesus do? I spoke to a woman in Exuma, I guess about maybe two and a half months ago. She's not a Christian, good moral person. There was a problem that Eunice and I wasn't involved in, but we got involved in it because we knew the ins and the outs of it. And we talked to them, you know, trying to encourage them and gave them our views, you know, what was right. And you know, she told me, she says, Eddie, says, you, know, you might not believe me. She says, but if I have a hard, difficult decision to make, 
I ask that question. I say, now what would Jesus do if he was doing this? See, if we were to ask that question, we would be a lot better off. One, what are you doing with Jesus Christ? Two, are you living a separated life? Three, are you standing up for the Lord and letting people know where you stand? And don't let the Lord be sorry that he made you. Four, serving others. Five, serving God. Eunice and I have a plaque in our kitchen, and we read it every day. And I think every parent, God agrees with it, no doubts in my mind, but every parent, I'm sure, will probably agree with the statement. That is, if you're a Christian, there is no greater joy than to know that my children walk with the Lord. There is no greater joy than to know that my children walk with the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for your word. We just thank you, Lord, that there are a lot of favorite things that you have in individuals' lives, and these are just a few. We just pray that you will just help us to search our hearts, search our lives, Lord, and that your Holy Spirit might reveal to us where we have failed, where we have gone wrong. And Lord, that we might be man or woman enough to stand up and to make that decision. And we just pray for every father tonight that they would take the stand so that their children can see Christ in their life on a day-to-day -day basis. We pray this in your name. Amen.